Welcome to the Happiness Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goody. Stay with me for expansion, activation, and awareness on your spiritual journey through life and business. Today, I'm joined by Laura McPhee, joyful goddess, speaker, healer, and coach. Laura loves to empower women to live their dream happy lives by truly loving themselves and letting go of what's been holding them back, including the little voices that tell them they're not good enough. Laura uses her intuition and cultivated knowledge and training to provide you with practical tools, strategies, and steps to achieve greater happiness, success, and better relationships. She is passionate about being the best version of herself and helping you to do the same. Welcome, Laura. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's so great to have you. Now, just a quick note before we get started, too. Laura's actually really local to me, which is she's the most local person I've ever interviewed. So this is exciting (laughs) for me. And I'll actually get to meet Laura in person this weekend. We're both at the same uh, Wellness Expo. So I'm I'm really excited for this. (laughs) In-person hugs, yay. (laughs) Right? I know. It's so rare. And it's so needed. We so need it. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Absolutely. (laughs) So today, Laura and I are talking about self-love and care, and this is something that Laura knows a lot about, and it's something that we all need, and I know everybody that listens to this podcast is a light worker, an empath, and intuitive, and we extra, extra need it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So Laura, I'm going to ask you, how do you define self-love and care? I define it as things that fill up my cup, that make me feel joyful and happy and like abundant and blissful, the things that really fill up my cup to make me feel better in the run of a day. Because I find that unfortunately in some people's minds and perspectives or what media tells us is to look up at a guru who wrote a book or who's doing some kind of program and they say, okay, so you should like drink a green drink and go to yoga and meditate and do this and do that and blah, blah, blah. And people are really beating themselves up if they do it and it doesn't feel good and they feel like they have to be doing it or they have to stop drinking coffee or they have to do whatever. And it's kind of in the energy of like a new age religion where if you don't go to yoga, you're a bad spiritual person. You're not a good girl spiritual person anymore. You're like missing or you're not as good as, or there's all this judgment and separation energy in that. And I feel like that's so low vibration and like counterintuitive to what we're actually intending to do by filling up our cup and making us be love like we are love we're connected to god creator source energy our higher power whatever verbiage you want to put around that and we're the embodiment of love so the more things we can do to connect that to connect to our truth and make us feel amazing in our human body in this experience that we're having the better we actually show up for ourselves and other people and we enjoy our life it's not something that has to be like struggled through or you don't have to have these like 20 things on your quote self-care to-do <laughs> list that yeah. makes you feel like a terrible person at the end of the day if you only got two of them done. If you have two really awesome practices that are your non-negotiable practices that fill up your cup, and I know that we just had our Love and Light show, so definitely go check that out if you want to like learn more things. So an awesome practice is like just breath work. An awesome practice is just stretching. Like you can do little things that take basically no time out of your day. You can set the intention to find space to add in little bits of self-care into your life, little bits of self-love, because it'll really take so much more energy and awesomeness in your day. Like, it's amazing to really focus on that and see the space grow in your life when you set your intention for self-love and care that'll fill you up instead of something that's going to make you feel not good as or that you're going to beat yourself up for not doing what that guru quote unquote, who <laughs> told you to do. Exactly. And it's so it's just breaking away from this cookie cutter version and it, it mm-hmm. applies 
in all areas, even in yes. self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I totally agree with that too. Yep. And for mm-hmm. me, um, yeah, self-care can be totally different. Like I like laying in bed and reading a fiction novel is yes. like, that fills me up because mm-hmm. uh, it's just something that I do. There's no purpose to it. There's no reason for it. And it just, it makes me feel good. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So now, in your experience, what do people, and again, specifically people who are resonating with light worker empath intuitive, what do they need to know about self love and care? So you touched on that quite a bit um, mm-hmm. in the last one about kind of breaking free of what a- any specific expert is telling you it, it should feel like. But right. what do you? What else do you feel like they need to really know about this topic? that it's not selfish. It is zero mm-hmm. selfish to take care of yourself, to love yourself, and spend that time and energy on yourself because you're actually creating a better container for yourself, for your mindset, yes. for your body, for how you're showing up in the world. So it's the most loving thing you can do for yourself is to take time for that self-care because you show up in a totally different vibration when you have that overflow to give from. Like I'm guilty. I used to be a people pleaser. That was a huge turning point in my journey where I was like, I can still be loving and supportive and generous and kind and caring without going into sleep debt, without Mm -hmm. depriving myself, without eating lunch at six at night. Like, Oh yeah. I'm my God. I still bounce back and forth. Like, (laughs) but I still need the reminder. (laughs) Yes. Especially as we're spiritual people, we tend to want to overget and we tend to Mm -hmm. not have those boundaries. So an important part of my self-care journey was learning those boundaries, was learning assertiveness skills to get the foundation and framework I needed to protect my energy so that I could show up more loving. And it is incredible because my ego voice, when I was going through that time, when I was a people pleaser and a workaholic and my family savior and all those things, Mm -hmm. it told me that I was selfish. And I had to listen to my truth, which was a little voice at that time and be like, Mm -hmm. I need to do this. And on the other side, it's created so much more capacity for me to give generously from an overflowing state. And it's not just like, let's fill our cup to like 80% and then like get it back down to zero and fill it up to like 50% and then it's back down to zero. I feel like that's an unhealthy place that people can be in. And it's a beautiful place to be in if you're just starting out and you're like, I just need to do one little thing for myself. And it's process, right? Like it's not like you're going to become aware of self-care and overnight just be like full cup every day, all day long. It's a journey. Like you learn so many things on this beautiful journey that we're all on together. And every one of our journeys will look unique and special to ourselves. But I find that when lightworkers do this, we show up as incredible leaders because the rest of the world needs shining lights to do that. And if we're getting disease in our body and burning out and run down, we're really not living that truth of how important it is to show up loving ourselves first and being that love to other people. Because when we love ourselves first, we want to eat organic food. We want to have a healthy planet to live on. We want to contribute to the charities and causes that are near and dear to our hearts. We have more time and energy and space to do those things. And we want to because it feels so good instead of being like, I have to, I like am obligated to do this or I can't say no to this. It's a whole other energy that it comes from. And it's so much more powerful to show up as a leader in this space with that overflowing cup to tell people like, it's not just like survival mode. You don't have to like put the oxygen mask on yourself and immediately like put it on 20 other people, like fill up your cup, make sure that you're steady in that and you have the boundaries you need and the different self-care rituals that'll support you. And on different days, different things can work so you can show up as that leader consistently for others. I love that. And what what that really brings to mind too, as you're talking about that too, is I'm really picturing like 
how you said how it's like you're filling up your cup. Well, it almost feels to me too about how you're you're floating too. Like it's mm -hmm. as as opposed to like sinking. Whenever you're not doing yeah. that self care, you're kind of like you're underwater and you're kind of like grasping to get up and grasping mm -hmm. to get the things done, but still feeling like you're taking in too much water and things can get overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And then as you're prioritizing the self care, you start to rise to the surface and rise to the surface. And then as mm -hmm. your cup's filled up, you're floating on the surface and from there you can bring other people up to the surface too and remind yes. them what's going mm -hmm. on yeah I, I I agree I love that and I I need this reminder personally because I'm somebody who bounces back from like oh self-care doing so great too as soon as things start to get busy I'm like kind of push that aside and I really need to listen to that little voice that says mm -hmm. don't be a fool <laughs> you know <laughs> go back to your self-care yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and I, especially I, when yeah. we like support people like mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. they're is a lot of like wish-washy boundaries like that's a big thing yes. that I talk to people about but it's like if you're on Facebook and a client messages you more often than not I hear people who will just reply back to their clients and it's like I used to do that like at the beginning of my journey I had basically no boundaries with helping my clients because I'm like I love them I get so excited by their shifts and their transformations and their changes and of course I don't want to see them suffering at any point in time and I'm of course gonna like serve and support them any time of the day like that was just what made sense to my mind at the time yeah. and then I was like I can't be up at two o'clock in the morning still replying to Facebook messages and doing these chat things and doing this for any lead that I had or any other person who like liked my page or liked something that I was having, like it wasn't serving me to start no. getting into that like workaholic mode energy and like mm -hmm. it's eating into my sleep and it's making me not show up as the highest and best version of myself the next day to do that. So I had to create really strong boundaries around I take time off on the weekends. I don't yeah. look at my phone certain times. Like yep. there's clients who know how to email me and know how to get the certain support that they need in the time frame that they want. And anyone else outside of that gets done when I have the energy to do that. Yes. Otherwise I'm not showing up as the person I can be and then I get people who message me on Facebook or chat or whatever and they're like oh I'm so sorry it took me today a day to get back to that I was feeling a little bit under the weather so I went to bed early and I'm like never apologize, apologize yeah <laughs> I'm like I love that you just prioritize your self-care and I feel more people need to be doing this so thank you so yeah. much for prioritizing going to bed never feel bad I don't have an expectation of when you need to respond back to my messages, mm -hmm. especially on Facebook when it's just mm -hmm. kind of a free-for-all and there can be energetic drains there or oh, energetic absolutely. vampires or whatever you want to like call them where it's like you need to, especially as that light worker, know what your boundaries are with your time and energy and what feels good and what you're going to move to email or what you're going to move to like a strategy or clarity call or something to help them to make sure that you're showing up in the best version of yourself as well. I love it. And you know what that reminds me of too is different times where I have had to like rearrange calls or things like that and my clients have actually thanked me. Thank you for showing me that you can have a successful business and you can do this, that you can yes. kind of be in your truth and it's okay to do things like that. It's okay to put yourself first and that I've had clients that have struggled so much with um, with self-worth and self-care that they appreciated me doing that just as an example to yeah. inspire them. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, mm. that totally reminded me of that. I love that so much. Okay, so <laughs> tell me a little bit about how in your practice, how do you work with self-love and self-care personally? And then how do you work with clients? How, what do you do? What do you do there? Well, it's interesting because they kind of parallel because mm -hmm. my journey I find that I attract a lot of people who go through the same type of thing. So the yep. foundational piece that I go over, because it was my foundational piece and I find it works so, so well with my clients, is self-love. 
So mm -hmm. several years ago, I watched a documentary where a doctor actually wanted her clients to heal faster and better. So she got them to say positive things to themselves. And one of them was, I love you. So they were consistently saying, I love you to themselves and putting that energy out into the world, speaking their truth that they love themselves and they healed better and faster. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And I was at the point in my life where I'm like, I need to love myself more. Like, it is true that I say I love you to everyone else and I don't leave a room without telling people I love them, but like I don't ever give that back to myself and that didn't make sense to me. So even mm -hmm. though it kind of felt like a little bit strange or funny and it totally feels like weird or fake to people at first, they're like, well, I said it and it, it felt feels gross. cheesy, right? Yeah. yeah, like it feels weird. <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah. start where you're at and just like mm -hmm. look at yourself in the mirror. You don't have to say it out loud. You can just look at yourself in the eyes and think it. Then you can say it. And mm -hmm. it just creates this amazing new pattern in your life for love, for receiving love, for putting yourself as a priority to actually love yourself and not never thinking of yourself and never saying I love you to yourself, to actually give yourself that time and energy and space in your day to love yourself. So I always have that as a foundational piece for anyone that I start with my clients because that completely changed my life because I used to look in the mirror and think that I'm not good enough that my hair is frizzy, that I should be wearing this, or my contacts that, or like this isn't working well, like I would beat myself up. There were so many negative things that that little voice in my head would say to myself that like would never say to another human being. Right, right, like, so mean. Harsh. <laughs> like, and I used to just have that, and I had low self-esteem because of those things, and it's like shifting and changing that and creating new neural pathways of just I love you created the mm -hmm. space for me to add affirmations. So now every time I look in the mirror, so when I wash my hands or walk by my reflection, my brain automatically says to me, I love you. I'm absolutely incredible. I deserve outstanding things. So I have that pick me up in my day. I have that like internal personal best friend cheerleader who will support me on my journey instead of that self-doubt negative ego voice that I used to have a lot of power to. Now my inner voice is super loving and gentle and compassionate, which helps me and supports me so much throughout my day. So that's huge for my self-love. And that's what I stare other people on, so that they're saying positive I am things to themselves as well, so that they have those internal best friend voices, because the relationship with ourselves is the most important one that we'll ever have. We are with ourselves 365, 24-7 for the rest of our life. It is so important to prioritize that love, especially because we can't give what we don't have. So if you're only loving yourself at like 50% and you're kind of just struggling day to day and you have all these negative thoughts around yourself or negative judgments that other people have even said to you, it's like you're not showing up to the full capacity that you could be. So when you love yourself and get yourself to that like 100% ideal area where you're like, I love me and I'm not going to beat myself up or I'll be gentle when that negative voice comes in and I'll be compassionate and I'll choose to say, things that I would to a small child or to just say things that I would to my best friend instead of the things that the voice used to say to me, say the loving and encouraging things to myself so that I can get to a really healthy, good place. And then you can give more love to the people in your life. And I, I find that. a lot of people have like hard time motivating themselves to do these things. Like they will totally go above and beyond for anyone outside their life, their family, their friends, their coworkers, their clients, whatever but they have a really hard time building that motivation for themselves. So with clients, I also get them to like get that internal passion or fire be driven externally a little bit as we move it towards like internal motivation. So if you're like, I'll do this for my kids, like don't your kids deserve you to show up double what you are right now? Like if you're only loving yourself at around 50%, which means you're only giving them around the 50% mark of what you could be giving them for love, 
wouldn't you want to prioritize this so you could double the amount of love that you're giving to your children, to your partner, to your family? It feels amazing to look at it from that perspective instead of being like, oh, I'm going to be selfish and like go take a bath right now or I'm going to go do journaling or I'm going to do like meal prep or go rest or have a nap or do whatever you need to fill up your cup that day. It's like you need to show up as that amazing person because if you're tired and run down, over time you're going to get sick, your immune system is going to be affected, you're going to create dis-ease in your life, and worst case scenario, you're going to leave sooner than you would have ideally wanted to. Exactly. So you can't show up in that way long term. It's unsustainable. <laughs> no, you are totally right. And I think it's also like a really good example you mentioned like for your children and things like that. My, from birth, my children are, know that mommy goes away sometimes, like just into my bedroom with the door closed, mm -hmm. and then she comes out a better mommy because she's taking time for herself, she's meditating, and we don't knock on the door and we don't fight when she does that because then she comes out a cranky mommy. But if we leave right. her alone, then she comes out a really good mommy and we get Yay. fun snacks and everybody's <laughs> happy. Like, so I feel like mm -hmm. it's a good example for them in that sense. That, yeah. And they know now at this point where if they're cranky, they're, they need to go have some alone time and sort out their own shit. Mm -hmm. And, well, you know, not in those terms because they're too young right. for that. Well, <laughs> who knows, right? But um, they sort out their own stuff, and then they can come back and be a better version of themselves. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a good example. But I love that. That's the first step that you said where that self-talk is so important. Um, yes. I totally, totally, totally agree with that. So it's, it's interesting how we're thinking self-care, you know, it's a bath, it's meditation, it's yoga, it's blah, 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 blah. But mm -hmm. actually at the very base level of it, if you're not, if you don't have that, those foundations in place of it, self-love, then everything else you're doing, you're probably going to feel guilt around because you're not loving yourself mm -hmm. enough to do it. <laughs> exactly. When you love yourself, you create space and time and you prioritize the self-care and the different practices you need to bring in or coaching that you need or support that you need or healing sessions or a spa day or a massage or whatever you need. You create yeah. that space for it because you know it's so important. If you, and you've already seen the effects of it. Besides, you're also leading by example, so I love that you shared that about your kids, because our kids learn by what we do, exactly. not by what we say. Yeah. So if you're telling them to take care of themselves while showing them a burnt-out mother, yeah. that's unhealthy, that's inauthentic, and they're going to feel that. And they're also going to be confused by that, because they don't yep. really understand that energetically, because yep. you're saying one thing and doing another. So yep. it's so important for you to also be like, I'm doing this for my kids, so that they're going to learn incredible self-care rituals. So you can bring your kids in with it, too, because I know sure. mothers are like, I don't have time. And it's like, you can say, we're all going to drink water now. You can do yep. breath work together. You can go in the kitchen and meal prep together. You can have a bubble bath together. You can have walks in the park. There's so many things that you can do self-care-wise that you can mm -hmm. bring your family along with it. Yeah, and I have actually my my husband's on board. Like he he'll yell at me, go have some goddess time. Like <laughs> like I'll, whenever I'm like cranky and stuff like that, he's like, do you need to go have some goddess time? Like that's his white words back to me. And I'm like, yeah, and I'll go like sit by a river for a few minutes or something and come back and be like, I'm better. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, it's it's funny. But yeah, <laughs> okay. So now, so out of curiosity, what one piece of advice like would you give to our listeners on the topic of self-love and self-care? We've already given so much amazing advice, and I hope people are putting that into action and taking notes here and actually making some changes. But what other advice would you give to our listeners around this topic? Do what feels good for you. Like listen mm. to that internal voice, because I can tell you to say I love you. I can tell you to do affirmations. I can tell you to nourish your body in whichever way you're feeling most called right now. But 
it really matters what that inner voice is saying to you because like I don't know what you're going through what your highest best version of yourself looks like fully and completely so you can't just put other people on like a pedestal and be like they told me to do this so now I'm going to do this and then be like it's not working for me and get frustrated like that's really unhealthy and Mm -hmm. I find quite a number of people in the spiritual world tend to do that and they take what other people say as like the gospel and it's so important to turn inward and be like okay from all the resources and the tools and things that I've heard and the seeds that have been planted what's my next best step and focus Mm -hmm. on that one baby step that's slightly outside your comfort zone and move an inspired action towards that because that's what's going to create that lasting change in your life and build this as a habit because if you're not creating these habits with it you'll get very frustrated Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you're like, I'll do this for a little bit and then this for a little bit and this for a little bit and nothing is being ingrained in you year after year. And these one baby steps at a time compounded over a year, two years, 10 years, decades creates so much more positive energy in you. And I feel like some people will get overwhelmed and want to do like the 10 things that they learned in a podcast all at once. And you're like, yes, I'm going to like go home and do this and like make time for myself and carve in like an hour Reiki session for myself at night. Mm -hmm. So I can do all the self care and like get super, super excited. And I've gone through this. So I know I get (laughs) excited. (laughs) And it's like, I should have just focused on that one thing because at the end of the month, nothing's a habit. And then I get Mm -hmm. frustrated and it feels like step one again. So focus on that one thing, build it as a habit into your life. So a really great way to add habits into your life is to add it to something you're already doing. So for saying I love you, I said it when I was putting moisturizer on my face at night because I did that every night. I set intentions every morning when I get in the shower. Like there's so many things that I do every day and then I add what I want to be new and exciting to it so that it's easier for me to be like, oh, I'm switching this. And then you have your subconscious working for you. And I could go on and on about the subconscious stuff because <laughs> it's so important to heal your subconscious, especially when you're like feeling super gross about saying I love you to yourself. Yes. There are very likely subconscious limiting beliefs that are holding you back from that. And it's so important to say I love you and those affirmations and the positive things. But if you're going around saying I'm wealthy, I'm healthy, I'm all these things, but really don't feel it deep down to your core, there's work that needs to be done there. And I'm all about Theta Healing. Like Theta Healing got me into my spiritual journey and it propelled me so far so quickly to my dream happy life because I was like, wow, there's a ton of subconscious limiting beliefs here that I need to clear and work through so that I can be really in alignment and vibrationally aligned to the world that I'm creating for myself. So Uh, there's so many important pieces. Just listen to your guidance on what your next step is and be really, really, really gentle to yourself. Don't be like mean and harsh being like, fuck, I didn't say it. I love you to myself today. Or like, I missed that affirmation all week long. Like, there's so many things you can do to support yourself. You can put post-its up, reminders on your phone, but if you miss it, if you forget about it, be like, yay, awareness, celebrate your successes. So you yes. can be like, awesome, I'm aware of that now. I have more energy in my life that's allowing me to shift and change it. I'm going to do that thing right now. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I will be better and better every day in every way with this. Get in that energy because when we beat ourselves up, it creates that downward spiral energy. And you're feeding that opposing force that's in yourself that's saying that you are terrible or stupid or blah, blah, blah. You want to put more and more loving energy into yourself and you create so much more change quickly by loving yourself than by hating yourself or motivating yourself through like self-hate. 
Oh, agree. Heavily mm -hmm. agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, so hopefully, just kind of like, and this is the thing too, if you want to go back and re-listen to this too, but just kind of note what parts of the podcast jumped out to you. What, mm -hmm. what areas kind of jumped out to you if you're struggling with, okay, well, I don't know what's the next thing I want. Just focus on your intuition and breathe into your heart and say, what does my soul need right now? What do I need for self-care? And then just listen, because it's going to be right there. And mm -hmm. then, like Laura said, consistency. And like you said, with the mindset, um, it's everything is about consistency here. So I really like what you said, choosing one thing and then sticking with that and being consistent with it. Because that's generally what I do, too, is I kind of flop around. I do this, I do that, and then I do it for a little while. And there's a couple practices that I have been consistent with that are just a normal part of my life. But I don't even consider self-care. They just make me right. feel it's good, right? It's non-negotiable, yeah. <laughs> it's non-negotiable, exactly. And I just had to rewind a little bit too. I really love that you do your I love you while you're putting your moisturizer on because it puts me in mind of like, you know, the whole water experiment thing, how the water takes on the shape of or takes on the energy of what is being said to it or what's being played to it musically or whatever. So I'm kind of assuming your moisturizer in itself also brings healing energy to you because yeah. you're putting such good energy into it. It's only logical, right? I love that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go with that for sure. Yeah, because I'll do things like that sometimes when I'm brushing my teeth. I will be like, I'm transmuting any nervous energy or um, any fear into power. Or You know what I mean? When I'm brushing my teeth yeah. is you normally whenever I'm kind of like focusing on things like that and standing up tall in my superwoman pose and stuff like that because mm -hmm. awesome. it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a question that I ask all of my guests. Can you tell me a time when you created happiness alchemy in your life? So you turned a struggle or a challenge into like growth and empowerment mm -hmm. and I feel like I have so many stories about that so I'm so glad you told me like beforehand <laughs> the one that always pops out is like the beginning of my spiritual journey because I was feeling extremely run down I was like full-fledged people pleaser perfectionist workaholic I needed to be my family savior always saying yes to people even if I didn't have the time or space or energy so I was like really depriving myself to help and support other people and I was just at a place where I was always saying, <laughs> I'm busy, but good. <laughs> but looking back <laughs> on it, it's like I was miserable and I was headed toward a burnout and I was just like, this can't be life. Like, mm -hmm. I need happiness. Like, how can I find happiness here? What is happiness? How do some people have it? Like, I was so just like driven mm -hmm. to start my spiritual journey. And I love that we're doing expos this weekend because it was actually at a wellness expo in St. John that I went to and I got connected with essential oils and I got connected to my theta healer that I had for years and life coach. And she was absolutely incredible because she literally did like a 30 minute talk that was about letting go of stress and all this stuff. And I was up at like two o'clock in the morning, either working or if it was like a weekend, I'd be like, should I just log in? Cause I can't fall asleep. Should I just log in uh, and work? And mm -hmm. I was just in a constant state of stress and my to-do list would never shut up in my mind. It would just be like nonstop chaos in my mm. life. And it was not fun. <laughs> I was always putting off like my personal needs and desires. I wasn't having time for social life because I was also trying to get more letters and designations after my name because that'll make me successful. That'll make me happy, <laughs> yep. right? <laughs> Even though I was already using my current vacation time to study instead of like enjoy life. But it's like so many things looking back at it did not make sense. And it's like, I needed to have a positive step forward. So I went to this wellness expo because I'm like, this is going to help me get happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it actually was super life-changing because the theta healing downloads that she had done in connection with 
those little baby step pieces to add to my life of like looking at things and being like, is this right now? Like at two o'clock in the morning, can, is there anything I can do about it right now? It's like, no, the most thing that's important in this moment is sleep. <laughs> Otherwise yes. it's going to like make me a worse person tomorrow for not sleeping right now. So questioning all those things, like it gave me a huge turning point to be like, wow, I'm behaving differently because of this what can this give me? And I'm a huge seeker. I'm like into so much personal development. So I actually got like a counselor who turned into my Reiki master. And then I was doing my Theta Healer Life Coach like every other week. So like every week I was seeing someone, every other week I was doing a whole new book. I was just like, I need to make this better now. And like, this is the taste of awesomeness. Yes. (laughs) So I like really like to liken that to people who are also going through struggles or hard times and stuff like that. Like even if you're going through it in the moment, Think of how awesome it's going to be on the other side. Yes. Like, I don't like to say that there has to be like a breakdown, breakthrough, but like that's, I'm also supported by like Tony Robbins coaches and have that mindset and go to those events. But like, there is an energy of like, sometimes you need to break down and clear stuff away to break through and get to a whole other side and enjoy your life that way. So it doesn't always have to be that like <laughs> experience a breakdown. I also choose to learn my lessons through ease and grace and love and joy more often than not. I'm still a human. So when you're in that space of like, this is terrible, things are not working, things are falling apart, to really focus on how awesome it's going to be on the other side, that you're creating space in your life for something better, for more happiness, for more joy and bliss and abundance. And I did. Like there were certain things and people and toxic situations and unhealthy things in my life that I needed to let go of. And in the moment, it was sad. And in the moment, I cried and it was hard. And going through these things wasn't always ease and grace and joy and love. But the life that I've created on the other side and the space I've created for incredible partners and teachers and mentors and friends is just incredible. And I'm so unbelievably grateful that I went through that hard point, even though to the outside world, when I was going through that, it looked not fun, (laughs) right? (laughs) But it was so incredible. And it created like literally the dream happy life that I wanted in 2015. Mm -hmm. I got a year, year and a half later, like things that I put on my list and put on my vision boards and all these things came true in a short Mm -hmm. amount of time because I focused my energy and attention on what I desired and what I was creating in my life and let go of the things that weren't serving me that were creating hardships. Exactly. You disrupted the flow of just like the go, 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 Mm -hmm. not for any particular purpose, just kind of for going. And Mm -hmm. you put your drive and your energy that you naturally have into, uh, it's, uh, it's almost as though it switched from, like, your version of success switched from, like, um, success from, like, societal standards to success by your standards, which yeah. is actually happiness, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and fulfillment. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that's good. Yay! Yeah. I hope there's so many people that come to the expo that are just yes. kind of in the same, in the same shoes. Oh, yeah, yes. that would be really, really good. Oh, I love that mm-hmm. so much. Good, <laughs> good. Um, okay, so... Obviously, I'm totally encouraging our listeners to check out more about you, more about your work. Uh, and so what are you working on right now? Where can listeners go to find you online? What's, what's up with that? I'm working on so many things behind the scenes because Joyful Goddess came through to me this summer. So I'm still like in the process of like huge women empowerment stuff. Like I'm yes. so excited to dive deep. And it's like the energy that's going through the collective right now is women stepping up and owning their power and seeing that they need to heal things. And by us really claiming our energy and helping the divine feminine to rise and getting into that awesome flow, it supports the whole world. And it's like so important for us to do this inner work and connect to the coaches and healers and mentors that we need because the world needs powerful, strong, healthy people 
on both yes. sides. Yes. And I find it's incredibly important for women especially because we're the mothers of the world. Mm-hmm. Like there is no one in this world who doesn't have a mom. Yeah. And when a mom loves herself and has self-care and has these incredible boundaries and healthy coping mechanisms and safe spaces for herself, she can also teach that to her children. Yes. Boys oh, and I'm, her girls. Man, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like when you have these incredible standards of for what a healthy boy, masculine energy, healthy girl, feminine energy looks like, mm-hmm. then everyone benefits. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you have that incredible power within you, why wouldn't you want to share it? Why wouldn't you also want to share it with your sister or your mother or your whoever in your life to give them these tips and tools and strategies that will like support them so that they can share that message. I'm all about the huge positive ripple effects of change because it's so needed in the world and it's like time for it for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like when we get to that point, we're literally going to create a world where we are all loving to ourselves and there isn't hurt people hurting people and crazy things and unhealthy extremes of what we're seeing in certain things. And I don't want to get into the negative stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You all know what's going on in the media right now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's so important for us to take that time for ourselves. So I'm actually opening up some one-on-one sessions for people. So if you guys are feeling called um, to have a clarity call with me, I have a little bit of space in my practice. So I'm opening up space for new clients. I'm actually working on another group coaching and healing experience that'll likely be starting in November. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I'm actually doing uh, clearing money blocks 101 course. It's a workshop that's an hour and a half ish. Sometimes I have a little bit of extra time for questions at the end and we go kind of more the two hour mark, but I'm very like flowy and like what comes through comes through for the people who are joining live or who are on the call. And I was never into like the money stuff because like I'm an ex accountant. So when it first came through, I had some resistance <laughs> to being like, what? But yeah. a huge block to self love and care is that people find they don't have enough time or they don't have enough money. And that's Mm -hmm. a story that they say in different words over and over again, but it's that underlying lack mentality that we don't have enough, that there's not enough money, that there's not enough time, that I can't find a way to get my kids looked at. Like so many things to be like, I can't take time for my my self-care. Like I don't have any time to go to the gym. Like there's so many blocks that come up for people. So I was actually super guided to do this. And when I actually sat down to do it, be like, I was like, okay, if you want me to do this, like give it to me. And it was the quickest, best, amazing thing that I've ever (laughs) had for like anything I've ever created. Cause I'm like, wow. And it's been powerful for people because they do find that there are so many things in their subconscious that have been holding them back that they're Mm -hmm. like, ready to let go of and so many people are ready to let go of like the common money blocks and also the stuff that's like deeply rooted that you got Mm -hmm. from your parents or society or whatever and when you clear those things away you create so much more space in your life for all this awesome good stuff so I'm really excited to be offering that on October 25th so that's a Thursday night so if you're feeling called to that definitely do that I'm on Facebook as Laura McPhee so definitely reach out to me I love making new friends so definitely say hi if you want to do that I also have a personal or I guess a business page on Facebook, and my website is coachlauramcfee.com. And I also have a really loving, awesome community of like-minded people on Be Your Best Self as a Facebook group as well. And every once in a while, I do free challenges in there, usually around five or seven days, to really start a new habit in your life, to really get more gratitude into your life, or self-love, or self-care, or whatever I'm feeling guide to support you guys with. 
Amazing. Okay, so those links will be, they'll be in the show notes below, and they'll also be um, in the blog post if you are checking this out on my website. Um, so check that out for sure, and I know I'm going to be joining the Facebook group for sure. That's great and amazing. Yay. <laughs> so Laura, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you. I love spending time with you guys and sharing this message. Thanks for tuning in. Visit happinessalchemy.com for your free shamanic journey and to learn about the Happiness Alchemy Sacred Library, have a magical day.